Many years ago when we first had kids, I wanted to have a garden. I really wanted that in our backyard. I wanted to do it with our children and plant and harvest and do all the fun things. So I did. I went to the local cooperative extension office, which was right down our road, and I got all the information, talked to a girl about the raised garden boxes and figured out exactly what to do, went and got all the right soil all the good seeds, and did this with my children. We built it. We painted the wood on the side, put their handprints on it. It was so sweet and fun, and we grew amazing vegetables. Anna and I would go pick them together. She was three and four at the time, and it was just such a fun thing to to do together with you know, my little ones and just experience that and watch the growth. And we had it mapped out. So she knew which section of the boxes had what vegetables grown in it or herbs or whatever. And we would go check on them. It was just so fun. So we moved to our new house. Our kids were older at the time. We wanted the garden. We had it at our old house. It was just naturally going to happen there. We built the garden boxes, filled them, planted them, And oh my goodness, do you know that I didn't even realize they wouldn't grow because we didn't have full sunlight on these boxes like we did at our old house. So the sun here ended by 1 p.m. It was horrible. (laughs) These gardens at the time were just a waste. I, I thought I was a pro. I had been doing it for a while and I forgot to plan for this huge factor that would ensure and sustain growth in our garden. It was sunlight. We never ended up having this garden. <laughs> we planted some tomato plants and herbs instead in some some pots the next year, and those grew. That worked out. But even then, I didn't tend, them to, tend to them so well. And it just didn't go the way I wanted. I let other stuff in our days get in the way and the garden really didn't grow very well. I missed that garden from all those years ago with my babies. Even Megan would get out there with us and and help do things. So you know what? We're bringing it back this spring. We have a new home with new beginnings and we're going to figure out the sunlight situation first and we're going to have a plan to grow and harvest because I know that we've had that in the past. We messed up in between and we're going to figure it out and bring it back. Thank you for being here today. I think you're going to like this conversation we're going to have. We're talking about reflecting on growth in our family, when it's gone well, when we've messed up, and how to reflect and focus on new beginnings. Come along, friend. Let's grow. You know those days where you just feel so overwhelmed and tired from all the busy and you just want to multiply the time you do have to create more time for intentional words and family dinners and quality time together? And do you just need to know that you really can keep your family close and your faith strong in today's world? Welcome to Families That Stick Together. Just step right over the random pile of clothes, turn right past the paper still out from last week's school project, maybe don't look at the sink, and make yourself at home, friend. I'm your host, Jennifer. 
wife to my high school sweetheart, mama four, and creator of Together Moments, where we took our same worries and figured out the answer to slowing down, keeping family time a priority, and creating deep connection through solid communication, even among all the busy. The answer is to gather moments, and we want to come alongside your family as you lay your foundation. If you're ready for time to slow down, intentional moments to overflow, and all of this to feel easy in your real life, then welcome, friend. With your laundry, your running shoes, or your cup of coffee, I can't wait to spend my time with you. And now my mom, her favorite pen color to write in is purple, Jennifer Zumbiel. As you know, Lent begins tomorrow, Ash Wednesday. And for many years, Christians have used the season of Lent to prepare for Jesus' resurrection. And do you know, we have a tool, especially for your family, to help make the Lenten weeks focused on the true meaning and to help you grow your family and your faith stronger together. Together for Easter includes a fold-out poster with the path to the resurrection for you to place your conversation stickers on and count down to Easter. Use the card insert to start the conversation with a Bible verse and a theme to focus on each week and then use the stickers to discuss as a family and you have one to journal individually. Create these quick, meaningful moments for your family beginning tomorrow, Ash Wednesday, every Sunday of Lent, and every day of Holy Week for a total of 14 times. Reflect, talk about the true meaning of Easter, and grow stronger as a family all in a fun way. Order at togethermoments.com, and it's okay if you start a little late. You will easily be able to catch up, and it will be so worth it. I've talked to a lot of you over the years. I've talked to you in person, through email, on text messages, over Instagram, and I always hear the same things over and over that we all are concerned about as moms raising our children in today's, today's world. We're overwhelmed about how much our kids' activities take over our lives. We're concerned about embracing different transitions. We want to be all in and present. We want to set a foundation of all the values we want for our family. We are all striving to be more intentional and present and juggle it all. And it can be overwhelming. We all know that. If I were sitting with you right now at your home, at your kitchen table, if you were at mine, if we were taking a walk together, which would be awesome, I'm sure we would have a blast. <laughs> we would talk forever. I think that that would come up. How do we deal with that? How do we not let that just take over our lives? And I will tell you from firsthand and what you know as well is you got to be super intentional. You have got to think about it and plan for what's ahead, right? And I, I use my opening story of planting the garden to show that when you do it right and you set up everything the right way and you, you know, learn the right way to do it, like I went and and was taught by someone how to set up my garden, I got the right soil, I put it in the right place in my backyard. When we learn that, the fruits are abundant and they're evident and we see them and it works. And when we get too comfortable and we think, I got it, I'm good at this, I've done it before, we can 
easily overlook some of the main ingredients that help our growth happen and keep it sustainable like I did at our new home. I completely forgot you guys to even note where the sun was. And we were building that box for days. I I mean, the sun was coming up and down every single day. I didn't notice it wasn't in the, the place it had to be. And I think we can do the same things as we go on in our family. You know, we start out when they're little. We have these goals. We have these dreams. And we know what we want. We know what values are important, what we're going to teach, what we want our family culture to be, and all of that. And as we continue, everything just becomes like a snowball sometimes of busyness. And one day we wake up and we find ourselves going through the motions and we think, oh my gosh, when was the last time we all sat down and had dinner together or had family game night or whatever, fill in the blank of what you love to do as a family, which connects you and gives you all those times to be present with one another. And that's what I want to talk about with you is just bringing us all back to what matters. And I think Lent is a good time to think about that. We all like these points in our year where we have the opportunity to renew, right? Whether it's New Year's resolutions or the beginning of the summer, the new school year, all of those feel like natural points in our year where we have to stop and reevaluate and and reset, right? But Lent is a time in our faith that is handed to us. And I think many of us don't take full advantage of what that is here for. And I want to encourage you to do it. Ash Wednesday begins tomorrow. We all have an opportunity right now to sit with our family and talk to them about this. What do you want to implement into your personal life, into our home life to bring us back to Jesus, to bring us back to our faith foundation? What can you give up during this Lenten journey that will help you be a better person, that will help get you back on that track? All of these things are, you know, just a stepping stone in a family that we have to come back to and reevaluate. And I know in our busiest, craziest, chaotic days, we can forget to do that and not stop and, and gather as a team with our family and see where we are. So I want to give you today five sure ways to reset our family amidst the chaos of the day today. If you need it to slow down and feel like you really can get through this and reset your family, this is your episode. All right. So number one, I want you to go back to your why. Bring it back to your purpose for raising your family and being the mom you want to be. What did you dream of when you knew you'd be a family with your husband? Go back to that moment when you knew you'd be together, you'd be God willing, raising children and building that family. What did that look like? What values did you want to lay as a foundation and grow strong? And why does that matter to you? Go back to everything that shaped you into wanting that for your own family. What was that? Was it something that you had? Was it something that you didn't have and now you want that for your family? 
why does it matter? I think, you know, with anything in life, when we are just running the race and kind of get into a routine, the monotony of all of it, we can feel like it gets stale. And when we go back to that initial reason of why it matters, it re-energizes us and it gives us something more to fight for. It gives us that extra spark and say, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want to get to. And, you know, what, what does your family life look like when you're fostering those values? You know what that looks like because you've been there. And I bet you also know this next question. What about when the intention to foster that, those values is absent? What does that family look like in your life, in your day-to-day? Because I've been there too, and it's crazy, and it's not good, and we forget what we're even fighting for some days, and then, you know, the days turn into weeks, which turn into months, and we think, oh my gosh, I've kind of lost track here. We need to regroup, and that's what we're doing today. So number one, go back to your why. Number two, who are you letting lead you? Where are you looking for the guidance to help you grow these values that you want? Check on that. When I told you the story of wanting to build a garden, I knew that I had no clue what to do. I had never grown a garden before. I didn't grow up with that. I didn't have a clue what to do. And I had heard about these raised bed gardens and I wanted to learn about it. And the co-op was right down the street. So I went there and a very knowledgeable person who had experience, who knew how to get the results I wanted, told me. And guess what? I had success. But then when I got super comfortable with that and I moved on to a new chapter of my life and I wanted to recreate that, I did it on my own. I didn't you know, think I needed to seek out any advice from anyone and I failed. And had I really thought about it and probably gone and looked up some more things and gone back to the initial, like how to do this sort of thing, something would have rang my (laughs) bell and made me think, uh, hello, you better put it in a place that receives a lot of sunlight. Duh. But I didn't. And I say this because I think we as parents who, you know, I've been a mom for 14 years now and you get comfortable and you think I've got this with each child that comes along, each chapter we go through, I can do it again. I've done it and I've done it well in a lot of areas. And we forget to keep seeking out the people who are going to lead us well and the resources. And if I want certain values in my family, then I need to look to the places that have the evident fruit already of those values. So who are those families that you can look out for? What relationships can you seek to have in your life to go learn from? Is there a group of moms that you want to go be friends with? Is there someone you want to go to lunch with, take a walk with? What family could you and your children hang out with on the weekends? What could you do in your extra time? Who can you follow on social media? What books can you read? What radio stations can you look to? Podcasts. Fill your mind with the right leadership for what you want to become in your family. And don't forget about it. Don't fall lax in that. Keep learning. 
keep being reminded of what made you successful before and what will continue to make you successful because we all can fall into routine and forget what we are trying to grow. So when we remember our why and we check on who we are letting lead us, it brings us back to exactly what matters. So check on those two things. Number three, what seeds are you planting? Have you thought about that? Do you take time to stop and think, okay, what do the seeds of our morning routine look like? What do they look like when the kids get home from school? What do our conversations look like? What seeds are we planting at dinner time in the busyness of the afternoon activities? What is our nighttime routine? All these things. There is a book that we have. It's the sweetest book. It's called If You Plant a Seed. And I don't know the author right now, but just look it up. It's a beautiful artist. The words are so sweet. And it's about a bunny and a mouse who are planting a seed and it turns into, you know, different crops and they're eating them and these birds come down and they want to share with them and uh, it talks about how they're fighting, they don't want to share and the book goes on to say if you plant seeds of kindness, kindness will grow from it and if you plant seeds of selfishness, selfishness will continue to grow and grow and grow you get the point. (laughs) But it's a sweet book. It teaches good lessons, but it always makes me think, okay, what seeds are we planting in our family? What do those day-to-day moments look like and what are they growing? Because we can all think of those days where it's chaotic. We're running in and out. We're finding our lost things. We're shoving food in people's faces (laughs) just to get out the door. We are, you know, passing like ships in the night with our spouse, handing off children, you know, that can happen for quite a few days in a row. What is growing out of that in those moments? Are we creating chaos and anger and frustration and showing our children that we yell when things are lost or we get angry when things don't go smoothly? I mean, It's something we're all guilty of. And do we stop and think the consequences of those seeds that we are planting? Or do we just kind of brush it off as, well, we're in that crazy season. That's what a day looks like. It doesn't have to. It doesn't. You can have crazy days and not react in those ways. You can plant really good seeds even on your craziest days. What if when you know you know that your child has these practices, you get everything ready the night before. I know that's easier said than done, but you get it ready, and so there's no lost shingar. You find the match for the sock. All those things will naturally lead to a smoother time getting out the door, and then it, it leaves that margin in your your moment there for having sweet conversation and tell me something that made you laugh at school today or what was something hilarious on the bus. Anything like that, you can have those moments instead of, I told you to get your socks together and you didn't even give me them when they were dirty and blah, 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 you know, those conversations. But when we can really be careful to notice the seeds we are planting, you guys, we can control the fruits that are produced. We really can. It's our choice. What kind of seeds are you planting? Are you being intentional? 
think back to this day, the moments of this day. Did you use that crazy moment to actually turn it into something teachable? Or did you send your child out angry? I've had those days for sure. And if so, then when they come home, apologize or talk about it. Say, here's a solution I was thinking of to make it run more smoothly tomorrow. And in those moments where you did feel like you planted awesome seeds, what worked? Continue that, recreate that, make that happen over and over. Be careful to know what you are planting and what will grow from that. Number four, are you setting up an environment that is good for growth? Once you know who's leading you and you know what seeds you want to plant, are they even going to grow? Because we can know all that stuff, but if we don't set up our environment to nurture it and to be committed to it, it's not going to grow. It doesn't matter how many people you follow, how many books you read, how many seeds you plant. If you don't nurture it, it's not going to turn into anything anyway. It's going to fail. And that would be the worst thing to wake up to, that you you knew what to do, you tried it, but you just kind of were like, eh, it, I don't even know what went wrong. I Nothing was there to nurture it. So how committed are you to these things? Where do you and your husband stand on the values that you want to raise in your family? Do your children know what you guys stand for? Have you talked about this lately? Have you recommitted to those values that you always wanted? Have you even ever really talked about it? Have you set these goals? And if so, what are you doing to make sure you get there? Are you having family dinner a priority in your family? Do you make going to church a priority? Are you having conversations that are open and make your children have this strong communication? Are you setting a foundation of strong faith? Are you surrounding them with good friends and checking on their friends? Do you know what they're doing in their bedroom by themselves? I mean, the list goes on and on. And there are so many things that we can set up in our environment to better ensure that our values grow. One thing I talk about a lot is what our home looks like itself. If you want to have a foundation of faith, do you have Bible verses sitting around that continue to speak to your children even when you're not talking about it? Do they know what you stand for because that stuff is just naturally around them? Do you write them little notes and encourage them in different situations? Do you take time to go outside and play with them because play is an important value in your family and together time is? So are those things showing up? If we say that, yeah, it's really important for us to be together, but the last time we were together was four weeks ago, well then, I don't know. Is that communicating the right thing? I mean, every family is going to be different how we set up our, our environment to help those seeds grow. But it's a good time to look at it and see what's important, especially talking about Lent and looking toward the resurrection of Jesus and what that means for our faith. Are we just really 
teaching that in our homes and what's important and where we want our treasure to lie. What, what do we want? What do we want to grow? Finally, number five, a sure way to reset our family amidst the chaos of the day today is what is your plan? What is your plan to keep all this going? Do you have one or do you just kind of figure it out as you go? But once you've looked at your why and you figured out who's who you are letting lead you and influence you regularly, what seeds you're planting, how your environment is setting that up for growth, what's your plan to keep this all going? And it's a good time of year. It's the beginning of spring. Things are starting to grow to sit down and have that family meeting and find out what is working for you guys, where you need to readjust. You know, is there something in your home that feels really disorganized that's an obstacle to your growth? Is there a routine that you need to change, a system that you need to implement? This can be as simple as I want to have more family dinners together. Okay. Do you have a calendar set up in your home where everyone can see the gaps in your, in your evening that make everybody there at the same time? And are they paying attention to that? Are you using that time for your family? Are you making it happen? There are some simple systems we can put into place that will be different for every family, but that work is the laundry thing crazy and that is a source of distraction when you guys are trying to get out of the house to all the activities because no one can find what they're looking for. Maybe that's the little readjustment you need to make. But what is your plan to make sure that you are staying true to those family values? This is an episode that I hope will just bring you back to what matters, make you pause, help you to slow down and reset. We as mothers in our families have such an important, valuable job always for all of history since God created us. But in today's world, we have got to pay attention to what is happening and not let the world swallow us up with the values it wants to teach our family. And you know, I think I said this on on the podcast last week, Satan would like nothing more than for us to be so busy, even with good things, that it distracts so much from our family and what we're actually trying to build for the kingdom of God within the four walls of our home. We have got to stop and pay attention to that. I hope that you will end this episode and maybe take some time to journal these five things. Take some time to sit down with your husband. Go on a walk with him. Sit down after the kids go to bed. Talk about these things. Say, hey, I heard this on a podcast. I really think we need to see what this means for us. Let's go back to all these and understand why we're here, what's working, and maybe things are going really well for your family right now. Maybe you feel like you've got this under control. That's awesome. Congratulations. That's a fabulous season to be in right now. And this will help you to know what you're doing right and to stay committed to that. But I I pray for you guys that you are able to stay strong, that you're able to surround yourself with the right people who will keep you growing and harvesting all these amazing fruits and that your children will be able to stay strong in this world as well. 
Let's go back to those five things so you can get to those again after this episode. Number one, go back to your why and bring it back to your purpose. Number two, who are you letting lead you? Number three, what seeds are you planting? Number four, are you setting up an environment that's good for the growth of those seeds? And number five, what's your plan to keep it all going? We all need to slow down. And I believe these are five sure ways that we can reset our family amidst the chaos of the crazy day today. Thank you for sitting here again with me today, and I want to invite you over to continue this conversation. I have started a brand new Facebook group just for our families that stick together family, and it's at zero right now, so you will be the beginning of starting something that I hope is really purposeful in our lives, really intentional, and that just creates good fellowship for us good strength as we navigate this and to know that we're all in it together. We desire the same thing for our families, you and me, I know it. And we need each other. We need each other's ideas, tips, encouragement, support. And I want to help create that over there and just bring us what we all need. It should be a fun group of good conversation and good energy and uplifting when sometimes social media can definitely bring us down, but I want that to be a place that feels really safe for us and a place we can go to reset like we're talking about on here. So go over to Facebook and search for Families That Stick Together, or you can look up Strong and Faith-Filled Families for Today's Mom. That's what it's called because that's what we all want to be more of today. I'm really excited to see you over there and get to know you. Please do introduce yourself, and I'll see you over there and on Thursday for our next Together Armor episode. If you love what you're gathering through these episodes, please screenshot, tag us, share with friends, and leave a review. It is the best compliment you can give us. It is so encouraging, and together we can help grow stronger families. Be sure to follow us at Together Moments on Instagram and Facebook. Leave us a DM. Check out all our incredible games and tools and your free family resources at togethermoments.com. As always, take time to gather, together to grow, and speak the words that matter.